Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, August 10th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Avery Loftus. And I'm Caroline Ely. And here's What's What near you. With summer travel in full swing, we may continue to see delays and cancellations across all three New York City airports. That's because of the current shortage of air traffic controllers. The Federal Aviation Administration said it'll let airlines like Delta, American, United, and JetBlue limit their flights in the New York City area. The exemption will last until October, and any penalties that airlines would normally face are void. Typically, airlines that fail to use enough of their takeoff and landing rights, or slots, at the airports risk losing them to competitors. But for now, the FAA said it's easing its rules until October 28th because a staffing shortage is beyond the control of the airlines. And for truckers in New York City, a 90-day warning period begins today for overweight trucks on the Brooklyn-Queens Expressway. Authorities will hand out warnings along the city-owned stretch of the roadway between Atlantic Avenue and Sand Street. The new system uses automated sensors to determine a truck's weight. And transportation officials say the crackdown is needed to help protect the aging roadway. The city will stop issuing warnings and start handing out violations on November 8th. For people staying in the city, the MTA has announced weekend service enhancements for the one and six lines. According to transit officials, if you ride the one or six on Saturdays or Sundays, your trip will be speedier than ever starting this weekend. On a single weekend, both trains carry about a quarter million people. MTA CEO Jano Lieber says the trains will come every six minutes instead of every eight, and that'll make a huge difference for people waiting on those hot and crowded subway platforms. More lines will see enhancements in the coming months, but subway improvements like these will come at a cost for riders. Subway fares are scheduled to increase from 275 to 290 on August 20th. The New Jersey Department of Health is investigating a cluster of people who have contracted Legionnaire's disease in Bergen and Passaic counties. The hope is to diagnose and treat these cases early to possibly prevent the spread. Legionnaire's disease is a form of pneumonia caused by Legionella bacteria. It's not possible to transfer it through person-to-person contact, but rather it's transferred through small droplets of water containing the bacteria, making it all the more difficult to detect, treat, and contain. If you're looking to sign a new lease in New York, you may have noticed record high prices. And you would not be mistaken. A new report from a New York City research and appraisal firm found the average monthly rent for July was upwards of $5,500. New York's population decrease, which was boosted by the pandemic, did not decrease rent prices. Rather, monthly rent has increased 30 percent since 2019. Despite office building and rental unit vacancies, experts predict that renters could see another month of record-breaking numbers. A pop-up bar at Lincoln Center is honoring hip-hop's roots in the Bronx. The pop-up is inspired by bodega culture, and it'll serve a variety of tropical cocktails and empanadas this week. The bodega culture pop-up experience will be at Alice Tully Hall until Saturday as part of the Summer for the City Festival. Taylor Swift fans received some major news last night about new music coming from the artist. While it's not exactly a brand new album, Swifties were delighted to hear that Swift will be re-releasing her 2014 studio album, 1989. It's set for re-release on October 27th. Swift made the big announcement during the last leg of her North American tour at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles last night. 
She's re-releasing her albums after ownership disputes with her previous record label. With the re-records, Swift will have complete control over her music. Every month, the What's What podcast brings you Fordham Conversations. In this month's installment, WFUV's Jay Doherty spoke with Fordham alum Brian Master and the team behind Can You Dig It, a new Audible original that tells the story of hip-hop's origin in the Bronx. Fordham graduate Brian Master is the creator and executive producer of the Audible original Can You Dig It. The multi-episode series becomes available on Audible starting August 10th. Can You Dig It tells the seldom-heard story of hip-hop's origin. Brian believes this narrative focus sets the piece apart. There's a lot of content about the birth of hip-hop, but no one else is going back further and telling this origin story. We call it the greatest story you've never heard. You know, it's literally a unicorn in the sea of hip-hop 50 content. And the story is one that deserves to be told. In 1971, an incident occurred that shook the Bronx to its core, the tragic killing of a young man named Black Benji. This devastating event ignited tensions and conflicts between rival gangs at the time, leading to a war on the streets. Amid the escalating violence, Yellow Benji, leader of hip-hop group The Ghetto Brothers, saw an opportunity for change. He organized a meeting with representatives from various street gangs. What happened next was unprecedented. They did the impossible, Jay. They brokered a peace treaty amongst thousands of gang members, allowing hip-hop to then have the, the, the environment to form. So this is an epic story. Uh, and it's a story of how the Bronx went from hopeless to hopeful. That's Pete Shalala, one of the writers and producers behind Can You Dig It? In sharing this remarkable story, Shalala says it was vital to have the right person tell it. In this case, he says, that person is Chuck D of Public Enemy. You know, Chuck's not only an artist, Hall of Fame artist, he's also an activist. So we believe that he was a perfect voice, right? We call him the Morgan Freeman of hip hop. His voice is so capturing that we needed someone like Chuck to one, give us the credibility, and two, hold your attention in the audio space where there's no visual. The creators hope that this Bronx-based story will be told to hip-hop fans all around the world. Co-writer Julian Veloge emphasizes that grasping the complete context of the story requires acknowledging its distinctive time and place. Every culture is like a product of its environment, and hip-hop really was born at a specific time as a specific place, so hip-hop is really a product of the Bronx in the 70s, and I think that's really what we recreating with Can You Dig It? And Brian's passion for sharing stories like these has roots in his time at Fordham. The mantra of the Jesuits is to be a man or a woman for others. This was really ingrained in me at Fordham. The story of Can You Dig It? is a manifestation of that principle. And we applied that mantra by being a vehicle for telling a story that, that gives hope to others, um, that inspires people. That's what this is all about. So Black Benji, Yellow Benji, the Ghetto Brothers, they were men for others. And, you know, we're just trying to honor that. Can You Dig It is available for streaming on Audible starting August 10th. I'm Jay Doherty, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Jay Doherty talking to Brian Master and the team behind the new Audible original, Can You Dig It?, which explores the origins of hip-hop. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, and culture. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUV.org slash news and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Avery Loftus. And I'm Caroline Ely. And that's What's What.